My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. And today we're going to talk about another musical perfection in the world of K-pop. But before that, what have we been up to recently? Well, just yesterday, by yesterday I mean the day we're recording this, not the day it... Last week, on the 29th <laughs> of January, we held a... Uh, group watch of Train to Busan, which went swimmingly. We made some new friends. Uh, it was a good time. We all had a moment of pure togetherness right at the end there. And, uh, we cheered was, together. We, we all, laughed together. We, we cried together. together. We blocked trolls together. It was, <laughs> uh, it was <laughs> a delight. And we will be doing something like that again soon. Yes, because it was so much fun that we just can't help ourselves. We need more. We need more movie nights. So watch our Twitter for, like, polls or something. Because, you know, we want to know what you guys want to watch. So we will ask. We don't want to watch everything. We might ask what night's appropriate. But last time I asked, the poll came out totally even. Yes, it was all all three nights. (laughs) Tuesday was a good night, though. We had had a good, it was was fun. It was a good time. So what else has everyone been watching? Music-wise, like videos and stuff, or anything. Um, I have been very amused by um, Heon had a new song come out. I think it was last week, maybe two weeks ago, called Flower, and it's super cute. The video is basically like fan vids and all kinds of videos of other people having little parties and doing stuff, but then also like videos of him doing stuff or like fan vids that people have taken of him at meetings or at concerts and stuff. And I think I didn't quite get the concept, but like he's had been posting stuff on his Instagram about it. And I think it was that he asked people to send him in these fan videos for his birthday. And then he used them to make his music video. And the song's kind of cute. Like I don't love the song, um, but the video is really cute and fun to watch. So I like that. For me, I haven't been watching too many like music videos, but I did uh, recently take two hours out of my morning the other day to watch the pure chaos of the Monster X in the Kitchen V Live. Oh yeah, <laughs> where Minhyuk and Kian uh, attempt to cook pizza and corn with cheese, and it's just <laughs> like <laughs> corn with cheese. It, mm. it was the messiest thing you've ever seen. Like it. Like, at one point, they broke their manager's, like, um, iPad case by spilling juice on it. Like, everything goes wrong. Like, it's, mwah. It's pure chaos. Like, Hyungwon shows up looking like a, like he just, like a refugee child with, like, a fur hat tied and, like, just five layers of clothes. Like, it's chaos. It was delightful. Uh, it's on V-Live free, fully subbed. Hilarious. Do recommend. V-Live is a treasure trove of that. Oh, stuff. it's a treasure. It's just a, it's a treasure trove of chaos. I Once used to I have it on my phone, phone and I had to get rid of it because I didn't have enough space on my phone. And then I got a new phone and I keep forgetting to put that back on. So I need to do that. I mean, I use it on my phone, but I also, I like watching the videos on my laptop too. I mean, mm. at least it's, I'm, I'm happy that even though it is largely a phone app, it's it's nice that I can also access yeah. it on web. I like that it's it's like it's a free app that is that they you can watch internationally. Like you don't mm. you know a lot of like these apps that they have they're only Korea or only Asia or whatever. But um, like Vine, 
when yeah. you watch something online and you're like, you're out you need the special international like links and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. I just want to mm-hmm. watch the show. Like, just yeah. But VLive is like, mwah. like usually you have to like wait a day for the subtitles or like a few days if it's a really long video, but it's free. So well, it depends on how popular your group is and stuff. But yeah, yeah. for me. I have been in Comeback World with Astro and ATs for the past two weeks now, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been a good time. Between all the content, there's been a lot of radio shows. There's been a lot of fun little V-Live stuff. You're being kind of fed well. Yeah. Just, so there's that. Your and baby then had a win. Oh, yeah. Man, so from square one, I would stay up. Well, no, I'd stay. I would go to sleep and then I'd wake up to watch all these live music shows and then wait to see if they would finally get their first win. And so the second week of competing, they finally did get a win. I don't have that kind of stamina to like schedule these watching for my faves. I'm just like, I'll watch it later. It's fine. I if it wasn't. If it wasn't such a big deal for them, I really, you know, I don't, I think I would have just watched it the day after and it's not such a big deal. But because they've been around for like nearly four years now. Yeah. And and it's more like they haven't been getting the results that they have needed to get. So uh, anyway, yeah, they finally got a win. The fans worked pretty hard for it. And then Astro cried a lot. Everyone cried. Everyone was happy. Aww. Were they so wearing cute. their, like, Ajma jacket? Yeah, were they, were they wearing their, like, middle-aged rich lady? <laughs> no, luckily, they were, it was it was a little bit... I think there was there was a little texture of that, but it wasn't quite the Ajma jacket. I have to admit, those jackets are awful. Like, <laughs> they, they could the go Chanel slightly, slightly sexier on their concept. Just, just you know, yeah. maybe, maybe sort of skew 20-year-old male rather than well, 50-year-old rich so, lady. To put, to put you into the concept that they were going for. So with their music video, they kind of went provincial or very Beauty and the Beast Eastern European-y. And so that's why they thought well, that they outfit. Could thought they could have been wearing like sick, like royalty, like. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they were a misstep. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> could have been worse. Because I, I saw some like crazy stuff soft, watching these shows. Like the soft pastel look that they've yeah. had for this comeback. I have enjoyed that in general. It's nice. Yeah. A nice change from a lot of the times the comebacks we're getting lately are more dark or sexy. It's a lot of leather. It's a lot of harnesses, harnesses. Stuff, yeah. which we're not complaining. No, no, no. Soft we're... is a nice like. So, so even even out. even when Astro suddenly had harnesses, which I think it was the first time that has happened, as far as I know. They were like these light colored leather, they were like, like tan the, and the light denim. It was very, it was the cutest harnesses you could ever wear. Yeah, they, were, they even, weren't no Monster X harnesses. Like, no, they got, like, chokers so and chains. And <laughs> well, even Cha, he had, he even had a little leather collar on, and people were kind of dying about that, which is pretty funny. But Rocky had, like, gun holsters, which, of course, were empty. But they just looked adorable. I mean, I know they were trying to be sexy and stuff, but it still, it was just cute. But, uh... Yeah. So when they when they boohooed a lot and everyone else cried, then what was kind of neat about that show, it was the show itself was called The Show. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. And they usually after they kind of show the winner for a second and then the person struggles to sing, usually because they're just so excited, they usually then cut away. But the show didn't do that this time. They allowed more screen time. Aww. So they showed Astro like interacting with the fans a lot more. 
and Astro had promised if they got a first win, they would perform without their shoes. And so all of a sudden, one of them remembered, oh, so then they took off their shoes and they were still crying. And I'm like slowly getting into Astro. I like Moonbin's vibe. Like, I, I like them well enough. I'm just, you know, I, 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 got, a, I got a lot of groups on the go. <laughs> I got a, there's only so much space. Like, so, there's like, only I so much like everybody time in my a day. little bit. But yeah. I can't, like, everybody immensely. 100%. And then, like, yeah. and yet the groups that I like all, all have large amounts of members. Because, like, my top three groups at the moment are EXO, Monster X, and 17. Like, remembering <laughs> all their names is a struggle. <laughs> Whereas that was one of the appeals of Astro to me. I was like, ooh, six guys. I can do that. Like, I, I can figure that out. Two of them have English type names. Okay. So, and then ATs, they have been just killing it. That's with true. Korean side, I still think they did pretty well, but they have seven, I think now they have eight million views on their music video, which is. For a rookie group, that's pretty good. That yeah, is. I mean, this is their first comeback. Mm-hmm. They debuted only 100 days ago. That's pretty, I mean, that's pretty crazy. And they're already having a world tour. That's pretty. Yeah, and I've heard that some people get concerned about that because I think other newer groups that do that sometimes have financial issues later, depending on, because it takes a lot of money to do those tours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But to me, their popularity is already. Is exploding, so. Yeah. So I I, I don't don't think it's that big of a risk. You also make the most money on concerts. Yeah. The general admission tickets aren't that bad, but VIP, which I did not choose to purchase, by the way. You're, you're like, listen, I'm not that well off. Like, Oh, well, well I mean, yeah. I can a mention that folks... it was sold out before I got to the VIP ticket. That's fine. Wow. <laughs> there, the truth comes out. She didn't even have an option. You. Like, a lot of times, the VIP and stuff, like, it's, it's not as good as what you get if you're in right. Korea, right? So yeah. it's like, high touch but it's basically you're like running past them giving high fives like no done and you paid an extra 150 bucks for that like yeah i'm good like to be smushy at the front like and that's okay yeah like you see like what the high touch for the like the korean stuff is and it's like they're actually standing there holding hands with them, talking to them, you're like, yeah, we don't get that. You're bullshit. Yeah, I mean, if you got, like, in a little fan, extra little fan meeting or something, like, that would be enough money for that. Yeah, but. like, that would that would make more sense. I, I'm not going to downplay it. When the Astro tickets come up, we're going to see what happens, so. You're like, you're like, you're putting your fate out to the wind. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna think, oh, yeah, if, uh, if, if, if Monster X goes on tour because they're having a comeback soon, I have t- I have had a tentative agreement from Briggsy, the husband, that perhaps a little vacation in New York City that included, mayhaps if it works out, Monster X tickets. We'll see what happens, you know, might be a fun couples trip he doesn't care about monster eggs at all but he does care about making me happy so <laughs> t-list husband back at it again i was just gonna ask jesse what's up so oh yeah i haven't been doing much <laughs> no um i have been on a kick on 2 p.m because two of my members are gonna go and list soon so i'm, I'm feeling the feels especially because mm. one of them's my bias mm. chan sung uh so i've been like rewatching a lot of like 2 p.m. stuff, like some of their variety stuff and that sort of thing. 
and listening to a bunch of 2PM. I also got super addicted to Dreamcatcher randomly. I'm now obsessed with them. (laughs) So I've just been, I I literally, I don't think there's a song of theirs that I don't like, which is very bizarre because like Mm. they were not on my radar at all. So I've been doing a lot of that. My life's boring. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just different. It's interesting on an internal. (laughs) You're interested by it. Just true, you know, to the outside world. To the outside they, don't know, like... they don't know the rich tapestry of your inner mind. <laughs> <laughs> Today I saw a link for the Korean Hip Hop Awards and it was like, okay, go here and, you know, sign up and then you can vote for these awards. And the, at first, like my phone is, is translating everything from Korean into English. Yeah, okay, no problem. And I wasn't really thinking too much of it. And I'm going through and I'm thinking like, I don't recognize too many of these names. I'll throw this person a a vote because I recognize them kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then I realized about halfway through that the the algorithm or whatever that was translating was translating their names as well into words. So it's like, oh, that's why I'm not getting this. And I didn't realize it until I got to like Heon and I was like, that's a picture of Heon. But it says low temperature under him. Like, <laughs> it's it's on. And then I went totally to Google Translate and I put I put the like hangle for yeah. his name in and translated it. And sure enough, low temperature. It, it means low temperature. <laughs> I voted on like the Asian Actor Awards or some, something mm. like that mm-hmm. a couple months back. And yeah, it had if I clicked on the on the browser to translate everything, all of a sudden like Cha and Wu was something about a car. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Dio's name. I wish I could remember what his was, but it comes out something really crummy. Poor guy. I don't remember what it was. Doesn't it come out as abdominal pain? Yes, abdominal yes. pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I felt bad because by the time I realized it, I'd already voted in like half of these awards or skipped oh. them because I didn't know, recognize anybody, right? And I think some of them I really wouldn't have known. Like, yeah, I like some Korean hip hop, but I'm not so steeped into it that I recognize all of it. And a lot of what comes out isn't for me. So like when Spotify suggests it, I'm like, nah, 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 not for me. Don't like it. You know, it, but it wasn't all the usual suspects kind of thing. So I, I voted for what I recognize, but they wouldn't let you go back and change your votes or anything like that. Done. Too bad. <laughs> You didn't know, and now you voted for the wrong thing. And I was like, yeah. usually they have a picture with it. So I voted for things that I recognized picture-wise, even if the name didn't seem to match up with what I thought. But, yeah, it was a bit of a, oh, yeah, I have to remember that I need to double-check some of these things before I throw my vote there. So. I get amazed at all the voting things they really like in the K-pop mm-hmm. world and all the all the music competition shows and all the award shows. So much voting happening. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I liked that this one was very forward about exactly what you were doing, exactly how the voting was counted. They've got a panel of industry, like people from the industry who are um, members of the, like, I don't know, hip hop union or something. Uh, they vote and then the fans vote and the fan vote is 50% and the other is 50%. So you could have wildly different mm. perspectives, even if you've got those crazy, you know, fans who are building up like a thousand different 
accounts and going in and voting every day, they can still only tip 50% of those. So yeah. if they vote for somebody that really isn't good or really isn't that popular, it's not it's not going to skew more than 50%. Like mm, they're right. still only going to have 50% of the vote, not, you know, not yeah. 75% vote or whatever. That's actually another thing. So I really hadn't watched these music shows in their entirety before and learned so much about the voting process. But so with those percentages, the music competition shows are widely different between them. It's mm. really odd. So sometimes it is, if they got mentioned on Twitter and they'll get some score from that or digital sales. One, one show was 65% is like digital streaming. Physical sales were only like 5% of their score, which does that really make any sense at all? Well, I you make more, way more money on physical. But I, yeah, I'm sure. I think more people listen to streaming though so maybe they're just doing it to try to even out like but the percentage of people who only listen to digital k-pop fan wise physical yeah i know are mm-hmm. a huge thing so it was just really interesting so each each show has widely different yeah how, how much voting really does count if it's five percent if it's 25 percent or yeah digital streaming it, it is what's going to be and quite often it's limited to the korean streaming sites like i I don't think it usually expands out to international so international fans are pretty much stuck trying to stream music videos and yeah voting is usually what they're kind of stuck doing and going yay korean fans go go stream go do it (laughs) and then just watching horror as everything happens like all you can do it explains why though too sometimes you uh you see them win maybe on like three but not one you know yeah. one other one and you're like they won on all of these other ones why didn't they win on this one too and then oh because the algorithm's different like and then the right. same though it seems like the same uh when everyone's doing comebacks at the same time it seems like the same people are always there every single music show mm-hmm. not always so like the time that astro won the the person that kept the group that kept winning above them they weren't there that day and so they kind of had a chance mm. To not fight their streaming numbers quite as crazy. And so that's why it was kind of more of a thing. So then you, it's like, oh, all of a sudden this person isn't at this show. So then maybe someone else actually has a chance to win. Ooh. Which mm-hmm. I never thought it was a big deal. I'm not saying that it's the end all be all of stuff. But I do know that it does open K-pop industry doors. And then like variety show doors. Mm-hmm. If you're around long enough and you don't have a win you're kind of stuck. You're, you're stuck at that level until yeah. you finally, once you get at least one win, once you get a handful of wins, for some reason in the K-pop world, it does mean something. Yeah, you've which, arrived, as it were. Which to my little American brain, like, yeah, I used to be very dismissive of that. But mm. other than like, yay, award that you put on the shelf, but like, no, it actually, in their industry, it does matter. It's like a ticket. It's a golden ticket, essentially. Mm. Like, oh, okay. Well, Maybe in part because because the voting and the streaming and everything says something about what what their fan base is or how big their fan base is. So yeah. you've got these variety shows then that are going, oh, well, it does make sense to bring some of these guys on because they will bring the numbers. They will bring the views to our show. 
And I've never, I have not heard overtly that like this variety show will only accept someone that has one or has one so many mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that is probably a thing. Mm. At least, but it's I would imagine the bigger ones probably to it's easier to at least get their attention and yeah. to get their interest. Like, hey, look, I have three wins. Oh, well, we'll actually maybe listen to you a little bit more. So, or even we've got one win, but we've got two actors who have been in fairly popular dramas this year. So, you know, like, yeah, okay, yeah, like the diversity or whatever mm-hmm. may draw that variety, right. As well, it's crazy just how competitive it all is, and then amongst the genres. So when I was watching these shows, seeing the wide variety of genres that would be on them, like all of a sudden there'd be a band, an actual band. It's like, oh, poor sweeties are never going to win anything compared to like the K-pop idol groups because of the way the fan bases function. And so, but I suppose that it's like just being on, like as like a smaller group being on the show is just yeah, it's a good thing in and of itself. Yeah. You can pick up some more fans, you know. But I wondered, just based on... So when I was watching M Countdown with Seventeen's mm. comeback, mm. which was lovely mm. and massive, they oh. did three songs, which typically, because I've stared at it, usually they only do two songs. A lot of the mm-hmm. other groups, when they're doing their comeback stuff, which is like a freebie, they're not competing then. They get freebie shows mm-hmm. when they're doing their comeback stuff. And all of a sudden... 17 was doing three songs and then there was like a little mini documentary going on and their their sets were like beautiful and huge. <laughs> I think there has to be and I'm I'm not I'm not vilifying this. It's just I think the way it probably works is the K-pop entertainment company probably invests however much money mm. in order to hey, we want to play one song. Hey, we want to play two yeah. songs. No, we mm. want this massive three song documentary. You know like mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, if you have the connection or if you have the money to make that. They've probably done the math and it works out in their favor to pay that. Mm -hmm. Right. But I feel like it almost doesn't because it's like people were going to watch Seventeen's comeback anyway. It was really pretty, but I was like, this is noticeably different than the other things I have seen. Wow. So, but I mean, it's all connected Seventeen was just like, listen, we worked so hard on this choreography, like we are bringing it. Like you better pay for the full package, splitting. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we like we're doing flips and throwing each other. Like no, you gotta show us all. <laughs> like look at Woozy, he's so little, he's so little. Just let him do his thing. He's so I, and I've been fangirling with a couple of friends during all these shows. And, yeah, when we would see Seventeen, pretty much all I ever say is, Woozy, he's so small. I know, he's oh my so gosh. small. He's <laughs> such a little small boy. <laughs> like, I didn't used to like him that much, but, like, he's really grown on me. Like, um, I was like, I was like, a, I was a Scoops fan. I was an S Coops, S Coops only. But then I was like, oh, that little demon child. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is, a, he is incredibly talented with song writing yeah. and stuff. It's, it's crazy. But we're not here to talk about these boy groups we love today. No. No. We're here to talk about the OG. The OG K-pop singer. Queen. Queen. Now, I have a question because I've never actually figured it out. Mm-hmm. Is it EOA or is it BOA? It's I've a- always heard it BOA. It is listed on her Wikipedia as Quan BOA. Like B-O-A-H. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's her name. Um, that's her 
her name. Yeah, and then the, the BOA, BOA is like mm-hmm. something of angels. Name. Yeah, the uh, it's also an acronym. It's the oh shoot, I had it here. It's an acronym for two different things. It's like the best of Asia and mm. uh, I accurate think statement. Voice of angels, but you know, like voice BV kind of mm. is the same thing mm-hmm. in Korean. Mm. So I think that's what it was. I had it pulled up and then I got rid of it because I I don't remember. So I honestly didn't know a lot about her before we started talking about this. And that's that's kind of why we're we're going to sometimes do music podcast episodes where we do talk about the groups that we know and love and we're very used to. Mm -hmm. But then we are going to try to stretch our boundaries and learn about either people that have been around for forever or maybe something a lot of people don't talk about so to stretch our own boundaries and learn about stuff okay here on on my drama list it lists it as it's an acronym for best of asia Mm -hmm. and beat of angels Mm. and she's referred to as the queen of korean pop yep accurate Accurate. that's an accurate that's an accurate statement she's uh she's something else so i i had no clue that she was pretty much the first of everything Mm. Of every yeah. yeah, she really is what kind of made catapulted Korean pop like super big, especially in like international stands like Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like the first one to go to Japan, mm-hmm. and it was back before they had any sort of support for artists going to other countries. So no translators, nothing. Yeah, <laughs> send her and a manager by themselves. Probably, I, I wonder how old she was when they went over to Japan. I didn't, uh, I, I should have calculated 15 that. 15 or 16? Yeah. Because she yeah. Uh, was signed onto SM when she was like 11. Because she went with her brother. Her older brother was actually auditioning. And then they scouted her. She was on, a trainee for only a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Until they released her first album. And she knew Japanese. Like she mm-hmm. taught herself or learned. She... Released her debut album, ID, Peace B, at the age of 13, in August 25th of 2000. It made me wonder if they would do that now. Well, I just saw, like, something on Twitter about a new group where one of, like, the youngest member was born in 2008 or something. And I was like, (gasps) that means she's 11. What? No. 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 I I remember... I remember reading about a there's a Chinese group with like super young yeah. it's a boy group super young kids mm. in it. This says that in where does it say here? She was forced to quit school to prepare in early 2001 <laughs> for her first mini album Don't Start Now. So and then she took a hiatus from the Korean music industry to focus on the Japanese market. No, she was super huge cool. in Japan. Yeah. She was like 13, 14 at that point. She's on like the top charts with some of like like Japan's like most famous singers. Yeah. It's actually pretty phenomenal what she did. When you like just lay it out like that, like she quit school at twelve to go like be in Japan at fourteen by herself. You're like, this is fucked up. Like <laughs> <laughs> Well that's what I'm saying. I feel like this wouldn't happen now. Like mm, they probably bide yeah. their a little bit more. You'd think but it's yeah. Wow. I'm just thinking, like, what kind of parent would be like, yeah, 
Sure. Take my thirteen-year-old daughter to Japan. <laughs> sure. Why not? And then she was the first Korean singer to hit the Billboard charts too. Mm-hmm. Which always kind of makes me laugh because you see like these. I don't. I don't like to rag on them, but these BTS fans who are like BTS paved the way. Like no, 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 honey, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like li- literally, Boa is the probably only reason they could actually put anything out in Japan. Yeah. If she hadn't have been so popular, I don't think they could have cracked that market. I, I thought what was interesting, uh, I think when I was watching Happy Together, her appearance on Happy Together, part of it, she mentioned that she thinks that she is the third in SM Entertainment's like hierarchy because she thinks that HOT kind of came a little first and paved her way a little bit in order to kind of jumpstart her. So she, it's very obvious that she's very humble about that. Like she always mm-hmm. tries to give them props. Like you know, but HOT. You know, here's the thing though. What they did, I is, wouldn't have been able to do what I did. Yeah, but is is uh, HOT still touring today? No, my friend. <laughs> 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 well, and from um, watching her on Man on a Mission, they kept calling her um, Director Quan. I yeah, mean, she's on the board. Is she a director at FM now? She is. Yes, she she's is. Uh, the creative director, I think, is her title. Yeah. Like, if, if you watched... Um, uh, Master in she, the House. Yeah, Master in the House. She actually, like, they show her, like, her she doesn't work. Like, she mm-hmm. she does a lot at SM. Because it was funny that, like, when she came in and was asked to, like, introduce herself kind of thing, and, and um, he shall kept, like, you know, like, bowing kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Boss, boss technically she's his boss she also has a very like she has very different sides to her that mm. i think she, she puts on without realizing she's even changing that much but mm-hmm. she definitely has a she has her performance side and then she has her business side which she's very used to critiquing performances and mm-hmm. just a lot of that stuff so she, she's very 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 professional in these different ways so sometimes she'll look about how young she really looks like she'll look really innocent sometimes when she's just relaxed but then then she puts on her performance face or then she puts on her like pretty much pantsuit that she's gonna go be executive director and go talk about stuff yeah it's uh just looking at her um wikipedia discography she has um so she debuted in 2000 and we're I mean, technically in 2019 now, but she has 19 albums. Three of them came out last year. Like, really three <laughs> albums. Yeah, then, the ones that came out last year. And really. then she has like six or seven of those are Japanese. One of them's English. Yeah. Nine, nine Japanese albums, nine Korean albums, and one English album. She doesn't mess around. No. Oh. it's uh it's impressive and her music is impressive like I never really checked her out before because I thought eh, she's gonna be not my style like it's gonna be but there's so much of it that it, like mm-hmm. she has bluesy stuff and jazzy stuff and hip-hoppy stuff and dance mixes and ballads and pop and like there's guaranteed there is something you will like like yeah there's a version of that that you like something yeah she's really not afraid to try any genre and i'll definitely say like some work better than others Mm. and but that's the same with any group right exactly Mm -hmm. and i mean you can't put out 19 albums and not have a few less than stellar songs like it's just not how possible it's not humanly possible (laughs) so let's go ahead and play a game Alrighty. What game are we playing today, Sky? 
Oh, well, I wasn't in charge of the game. Amanda was in charge of the game. Amanda, what game are we playing? <laughs> it was Jesse's idea. It was Jesse's idea. Jesse, what game? Are we... <laughs> Didn't know I was in charge. It was just a, like a throw out. <laughs> it was your idea. It was your idea. You're in charge. Well, okay, so I, I wasn't in charge. That's not the only thing I'm sure what do you mean, Nat? Come on, tell us. What are we playing today? No, come on. <laughs> I was trying to think of, like, because we're always trying to think of games and and kind of, like, tie them back into the, like, episode. And so I thought that since we were talking about a female artist, that it would be fun to kind of zero in on solo female artists and come up with, like, the ultimate girl group with those female solo artists. I like mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Well... My personal favorite solo artist these days is probably Sunmi. Love her. She's so cute. I just love her. I love her. That's all. <laughs> so we're talking about solo artists who are not currently in a girl group, right? Because yes. she was awesome. in a girl group, but no. Currently, we could right? if you wanted to pick someone. Because like most of the ones I know used to be already. in girl groups. Let's leave them in their girl group. Well, okay. Yeah, we're not going to yank people out of like a little. And all, all I got is IU. <laughs> IU and Ailey. That's it. That's, that's all I got. That's all I got, guys. I picked a bunch of people. I kind of picked Ailey because I like her. I'm really getting into Chunga. Chung, I don't know how to say her name. Um, she used to be in a I think girl she's, group, though. That's against our... What? But her girl group was a one-year thing from, like, it's it's produce IOI or whatever. True, oh, true. Yeah, that doesn't count. Really. Like, that's like Pope as like and, and stuff. Like, we're not, you know, they've got groups that they're actually in right now. Yeah. Well, since I can't pick Solji, my ultimate bias, because she's already in a group, mm. uh, I have Hayes or Hayes. Yeah. Um, she's yeah, she's good. Uh, yeah. Ihiori, she still does stuff, even though yeah, she, she was she's part still, of a group. She's still pretty great. And then I really have gotten um, kind of into the past couple of years, Pac uh, Jimin. She's mm. under JYP. Love. She doesn't get to do a lot of stuff, but it, like if you watch a lot of variety shows, she used to be one of the hosts on the um, that American variety show that's like at the International Broadcast After School Club. Ah, yes, 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 yes. But I think she's got, got an like, amazing voice. She does like great like jazz and and mm. like old style songs. Like she does covers of like stuff from like the 50s and things and it's fantastic yeah well I would say that in if we're building a modern girl group every group these days has to have a rapper Mm. so my votes for this the people I would put forward rapper wise would be Yoon Murray or Mm. um Jenner who also Mm. has a great you know singing voice both of them do both of them have great singing voices but they're also fantastic rappers like mm. I love listening to them I love their style and their beats and their flow so I think they would both be excellent additions as rapper focus for our I would also throw Saran out there as like ah uh, she's wonderful I I Saran is wonderful I I would add uh Jesse to the mix I do love Jesse yes Jesse I wouldn't play with. She doesn't think she plays well with others. She doesn't really play well with others. So maybe we leave her out of the mix. Never mind. They'll they'll feature her on like a song. There you go. So is that the entirety of our girl group? Surely we're not gonna 
try to put positions and stuff into this because I think it'd be a little too difficult. Yeah, Other than the rapper thing. <laughs> they're all great dancers. They've all yeah, got their... Yeah, let's not, like, put, you know, Park Jimin in as the rapper. Let's, like, let the rappers be the rappers and we'll, yeah. you know, let the vocalists be the vocalists. Exactly. That's right. the plan. It's the first ever, like, good girl group that doesn't have to rely on just, you know, men gaze, the male gaze to succeed. The visuals. Yeah. <laughs> they should always just, just sing from behind, like, just <laughs> never kind of actually... like Sia. Where yeah, exactly. <laughs> she can't are, we, see her. are we leaving Boa out of this? I guess she is she too high above? Like, No, she's the one putting them together. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's the mastermind of this ultimate girl group that sounds like her we did watch some variety show appearances and stuff are there any funny episodes funny stories from her that we want to talk about or anything interesting that you guys wanted to share i did laugh a lot in the uh what's the other name knowing brothers that's yeah, the other knowing- name mm-hmm. on the mission um i i did uh i laughed a little bit like i really liked the section where, you know, they get the big bongy hammer and says stuff and they have to, like, try and guess the answers. I really liked that part because I got, I felt like I got to know so much more about her and her personality mm. through that. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. And then they did, like, a sketch that was supposed to be, like, a, a matchmaker marriage thing. And they I only had, like... Get, I'm going to be honest. I don't really understand the concept of this show. Like... I just, it's, so it's, like, it's the most confusing show to watch. Like, I don't, so you have to introduce yourself. And I get that concept. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden they're doing a play and they're like. But sometimes, sometimes they'll have like what? competitions. They did a, a diction competition and they had this guy come in who I didn't recognize, but like clearly was somebody. And, and they said he was a broadcaster, but like, I don't know. Oh, sort of ate, and like he comes in him. a lot because he's also yeah. like the gym teacher of yeah. the. <laughs> but like they did like, it a lot as like, well. They had to yeah. read this in um in Korean. They were reading something about like Persian history or something like pages out of a Persian history book that had been like translated into Korean or something. And so all kinds of weird <laughs> names and stuff. And they had to go through and whoever could read the farthest without making a mistake the fastest was mm. the winner. And she was the best. And <laughs> like she yeah. just kept going and red and red and red and they all like flubbed at the same spot even mm. if they but it was interesting it was like mm-hmm. it was goofy but it was sort of like okay that was kind of fun I really enjoyed the um the big matchmaking sketch mm. better because I felt like she was just being herself but that yeah. she had like relaxed more and was like more mm. into it somehow yeah. at that point so yeah, she sort it of was, strikes me as someone who's like a bit shy like especially yeah. like on the on the on the master in the house like she's at first like, yeah, she I seemed just, a little bit shy. He's like, I just stay at home and <laughs> if like, I'm not at work, like knowing brothers, like he was shy, but then mm-hmm. like it was like by the time they got to this sketch part, she was like yeah, a little yeah more it just takes her a little to warm up. The guys and like they did like a question and answer part where like they had these questions and you all had to like point at the person that you thought most you know Mm -hmm. embodied that or whatever and she kept pointing at the one guy the really tall big guy the Uh, basketball player yeah Yeah. basketball player and she kept pointing at him for everything and these questions were like no (laughs) who's the most likely to have a one night stand (laughs) the most (laughs) and she kept pointing at him and they're like he's like why me why (laughs) me 
like and then in the end she was like all the guys picked her and so then she had to like pick which guy she would actually be match made with and she, basically they stand them all in a line and she had to like kick them out of the line, like, push them out of the line. <laughs> it was a real Sophie's choice there of, uh... <laughs> she's clearly gonna push him out because she keeps saying all these things about how he's you know like a big skanky hoe and and then you know, <laughs> and he was her choice and of course like Keechel was one of the girls because of course he was oh yeah oh they always put him as a girl yeah. before they got to that question part because apparently like super junior was in some they were winning some award or something and he had to go accept the award so he like left <laughs> off his like he outfit and left <laughs> Except in the words, so she couldn't, you know, she had no competition anymore after that. <laughs> so everybody had to pick her. But she seemed to, she seemed to really get into it after, mm. like after a while, she seemed to warm up to them and really get into it. Mm. I think she's also a little just more reserved. And I think that just stems from her having this long of a career. So mm. she knows to yeah. be kind of like on the, like, always on the like, alert about her. Yeah. Life. She doesn't want someone to, like, catch her off guard and say something or, like, yeah, you know. Because that, that only makes sense. Like, if she started performing and being in the public eye at, like, 12, 13, you go one of two ways, you know. You either become a crazy wild child or you just become an adult at, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Like, those are your, your two paths <laughs> right there. Yeah. Yeah, and she has also kind of always seemed to me kind of more like she likes one-on-one connections more because uh, she's kind of in SM. She's always perceived as kind of like the older sister to everyone, which kind of really fits her uh, board position because she's like gets to be like one-on-one with a lot of the mm. idols. And, you know, she's like said some stuff about, you know, how she really tries to commit herself to being the person who's going to be there for someone if they're having a really hard time mm. or like always making herself available as that. Cause she feels like that's kind of more important that like everyone feels like they have someone, at least one person that they could talk to, yeah. which I think is really cool. Yeah. She wants to be able to listen to them when no one else maybe will. Mm-hmm. She wants to be the squad mom of SM. Yeah. She essentially Ooh. is. It seems well, she like. pretty much is. Yeah. <laughs> funny though because she's not that much older than a lot of them you no I mean? but i mean in terms 30 of, like, she'll be 30 this year yeah but yeah tw- <laughs> like 20 years of like entertaining it's like yeah, she knows she, she knows things she's been doing it for so long and in she's so poised and she has so much history and so much like like i said like he chill like just you know bowing down to her and calling mm-hmm. her and stuff and like they're the same age like yeah. no no he chose a lot he yeah, he's a lot older, older than, than her yeah. so yeah like yeah. you know but it's still like he recognizes or or you know shows respect there yeah. even though he's older like it's and also it's, I mean like even like just in terms of like super junior super junior has their own label at SM like they're their yeah. own entity too they're pretty high up on the yeah. food chain at SM and he's and she's still kind of that much higher than them it's kind of neat to see because being uh more of a a yg 
stand, as it were, a, you know, more YG groups than SM groups for me. It's kind of refreshing to see a, a label where a female group ha- or a female person actor is in power has that kind of respect and power because I don't see that at YG. No, no. Yeah, and it's no. also not just like a throwaway <laughs> title. She actually yeah. has oh. things to do. It's an actual like yeah position. She's busy. Not just like a oh, you've been here for a while, so we're going to put your name as board, which basically means you might get some money out of the deal, but you don't yeah. do anything, really. It's just for the name. But That's yeah, not she her. Does. She's amazing. I was surprised in uh, Master of the House when they showed up at her residence. I would have thought it would have been this big, huge, fancy thing. Oh, no. It's, it's like this cute little apartment. Very simple apartment. And that it just shocked cool. me. I was like, wow. You would okay. think she'd be living it up because she definitely has the income to do so. Oh, she's very, she's very down to earth. Seems like a cool, cool girl. Yeah, but definitely. Just seems like somebody you would enjoy hanging out with. Yeah. Does she just be the one that you'd go over and just like have a beer with and just sit and talk and just she'd hang out? The, she'd have the ice cream when you break up with your boyfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but she would also have the baseball bat and, like, have your yes. back when you went over to smash yes, his car. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then she would also tell you, maybe you shouldn't have done those things, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'd give you bail money to get out. Yeah. And then she would tell you, do you really need a man? I think you can do this. <laughs> She's the total package. Yeah, perfection. It, it does make you... Not that I want her to be any different than she is, but I'm sure she has so many stories from all of her years of experience that we're never going to hear because she seems she seems more like a listening type person or that that's yeah. kind of the way she likes to interact with people. And it just seems like we're not going to ever see, you know, all the things that she did. You only see the public side of it. You're probably not going to hear the backstage stuff all that much. Yeah. Like, hey, here's all my struggles. I, I can't see her talking about that, really. Yeah, yeah. she, uh, I mean, she talked a little bit in Knowing Brothers about some of the stuff that, you know, happened to her on various tours. And, like, mm-hmm. she thought she broke her pelvis in an, like, on stage at one point. And it was like she was in massive pain, but she tried to, like, keep going for the fans yeah. because you've paid money for my tickets, right? So, like, I got to keep it up. But she said she, you know, got off and her manager was like, you're clearly in pain. Let's um, put you in a wheelchair and take you to the hospital. And, uh, you know, and then she got this like the the question was, what was the compliment that I've never gotten before that I got from the doctor? And it was like, you have a really pretty pelvis bone. like how young she started you're like how young was she because like was this right. like super creepy yeah. or just like marginally creepy you know but it was interesting to see her talk about her manager and her manager is a woman mm-hmm. and just that she's her best friend her manager yeah, they've been friend. with each other forever yeah and uh i which is sort of awesome and sort I of always, i always like seeing uh like managers and artists who are obviously like really close like it just sort of warms my heart a little yeah like I love I, I love the show the manager um where it's basically just managers and people hanging out but like 
it, it definitely warms my heart a little to be like, it's a well, found family. Exactly. <laughs> and we know how much we love found family. Well, but, that's uh, like, that's like with Astro. For, they had a manager for quite some time. And then for a while he left and he, he was pretty much not much older than them. Big brother. Mm. I mean, that that's how they treated him. And then he left for a while and they were, they wouldn't say it, but they're pretty devastated. But then he came back and all the fans rejoiced because their brother was back. So then we feel better yeah. about life. Yeah. Well, it's like I, I, my favorite, I have to say, is probably uh, Yubi Young Jay and his manager, who's just like clearly more competent than, than the person he manages in every <laughs> single aspect of their lives, like in every way. And it's just like, just constantly like, I like they live together and they like have lived together for 10 years and they have like matching pajamas and they're just like, <laughs> like, I just, like, I don't know what to do with him. But, uh, oh no, I just, the manager, the manager artist uh, interaction. I would actually love to see her on that show. Mm. I think that would be fun. So how does that show work? The artist comes on and their manager talks or? No, so basically, um, so they have like a panel of people who are always on. And then so half of the show will be like them with their manager, like a different one every week. And the other half is they'll have a special, they'll have like a guest who comes on and that then it'll show the guest with their manager for half I the see. episode. Like just sort of, and then like the manager will be like, you know, they have like the, like the little interviews on these sorts of shows where they just sit in like a blank room and just like answer <laughs> questions. Like, so it'll just be the manager and the manager always has a shirt that says like their artist's name and then like manager. <laughs> and they sit there and like answer questions. But some of them are just so cute that you just like win a uh, winner's manager. Oh, <laughs> such a little cutie. He's like so concerned. He's like, I try to buy like food that they like, like, you know, like Aww. I'm worried. And then they're, and you know, like Mino's like, give me your shirt. I'm gonna like make it fancier. And is like painting on his mitts, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's a, and then like a Kwangi was on like as soon as he got out of the military. And literally like the segment they picked, he had never met his manager before because it was a new manager. Oh. So it's like it started with him getting out of the military and like meeting his manager who's like, Hi, I'm your manager. It's just like it's cute. And then, you know, the ones who are on all the time, like you sort of get to know their managers as People. celebrities in their own rights. Like Right. They like win awards and stuff now too, so mm-hmm. they get like commercial. They have their own stands and stuff. Like oh yeah, definitely. BTS fans love like the BTS managers and yeah. stuff. Like they, you know, are big fans of them as well and include them as like members of the band and stuff when they're talking about them and mm-hmm. you know, cute. There was one group I don't remember who it was. Uh, they were doing like a fan signing and the managers kept on putting the the stuffed animals in yeah. different like trying to make it stand up like trying yeah. to pop it up instead of taking it away yeah yeah i know that uh for astro's upcoming tour it seems like a lot of the dates are the members birthdays and one of them is their manager's birthday too oh so i was like oh <laughs> i liked um they they're not together anymore but like fx used to have a manager that was like really close with amber 
And she'd just be like, manage Opa, manage Opa. And, she, and of course, it's like Amber. And she's like very like loud and precocious and the American <laughs> of the group. And he's just not that way. And so she like <laughs> mess with him or like you'll see him like in the background of like uh, the uh, what, the one music video that uh, Amber actually shot the entire thing and edited. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All mine. Like it's hmm. literally just back behind stage and you'll see him in the background and he's just like every time it's, he's just like, I always love like, like on V live where they accidentally like reveal their managers and their managers are like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes feel like I need a manager in my life. Despite the fact <laughs> that I do nothing. <laughs> whatever like you do lots of things i feel like i need a manager to keep me on track to make sure i do they the could drive you to yoga i <laughs> wouldn't have to take the bus like some sort yeah. of yeah <laughs> they could come to yoga with me <laughs> like, <laughs> you just get briggsy to come to yoga with you yeah he works <laughs> and he doesn't drive either so it really that's right help no, i still have, to, we still have to take the bus <laughs> So, Boa's music videos and songs and stuff. Let's talk about some favorites. Oh, Woman is amazing. Woman is great. Nagadella. I like Woman. I don't like the part where they say the word woman. No, but like I like, I like the video. Yeah. It bugs me. Oh, yeah. The upside down choreography. Oh, the walking God. in the sky. Like, damn, Beautiful. girl, damn. <laughs> that is the, the core strength you need to be up. Oh, yeah. That, that was just, abs under that. I think that was um, when it came out. I think it was like Asian Junkie or somebody who was just like, here she is, just saying to all the young things, like, Psh, like, yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Like, <laughs> like, no, yeah. I remember seeing that and I was like, wait, what? Wait, no, no, wait, what? what? <laughs> like, it was like a real moment of this is this is happening. Like, this is real. And then that she did it on the, like, on the shows. Like, when she was doing yeah. her, like, going on all the comeback shows and everything. Yeah. That was part of the choreo. It wasn't just, like, a one-time deal. No. She's doing that on stage every time she does that song. And you're like, what? You gotta have a lot of trust in your backup dancers for that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, she also has a really great history of being kind of one of the the ones to consistently go on shows and never use all of her backing track. It's literally her live and doing the choreography, like at the kind of maximum level. And that like, even when she first debuted, that's like kind of been a really big thing with her that she just, she's just going to do it. (laughs) And I like that because there's nothing that really turns me off a group. Like when you can clearly see like concert footage and they're obviously not singing. Like, yeah. Was it um like Super Junior at like KCON or something? And like, like they're not even trying. They're not even mouthing the words. Like <laughs> nothing. They've given up. Like, <laughs> like whatever. Doesn't care and anymore. Like, I just that would. I don't know. Like no. that's one of the things that kind of keeps me from paying money for like for concert tickets because. I can listen to a recording of you at home for free. Like, I don't don't need to pay a hundred bucks to like, listen to you, like watch you dance. (laughs) So, but yeah. So to me, that's impressive because I know that more and more these days, especially with such um, difficult choreo, because like, it's not, (laughs) 
it's not easy to dance and sing at the same no, time. And no, no. And like, they both require so much breathing. Like it's. I can't even like walk and sing at the same time. Are you kidding me? Like. <laughs> and both <laughs> like, hey, I'm just gonna be upside down now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's impressive stuff. I think I um I like woman. I like um her album One Shot Two Shot from last mm. like more than the woman. No. Um, Negadala is really good. I really like that song. But I like some of her older stuff, too. Like, I'm just looking at the list that I've, like, you know, I was writing things down as I was listening to her this past couple weeks. And I like Listen to My Heart and a song called Jazz Club. Mm-hmm. Like as well. That one's good. So I just, yeah, I found that I liked way more of her music than I thought I would. Um, if you're, like, really into kind of, like, pop her like especially like if you're a big Britney Spears fan or something like that her first Japanese album Mm. is actually fantastic especially knowing how young she was and how young in her career that is like that's some of my favorite songs like still like they're like very cheesy and very like 2000s but they're such great songs they're just great pop songs you're like okay I'm just going to sit here and like sing at the top of my lungs and like crank the volume up and pretend I'm like in high school again. I enjoyed uh, the, the eat you up music video. Mm. Partially that because on my, my workout playlist all the time. <laughs> it's a good one. Partially because, um, and then rock with you as well. Mm. I don't often see female singers, Korean female singers, portrayed as having a lot of power in their music videos mm. and, and these specific ones weren't really on the seductive side it was more so the eat you up music video is very it's almost as if she had superpowers when she was dancing and you just you don't typically get to see that as much whereas guy groups or guy vocalists like they sometimes get cool powers to do stuff and just women don't typically get to. And I was like, yay, she's doing some fun thing that often girl groups don't get to do. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it almost felt very EXO to me for a second. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm glad she got to do something like that. I don't see girls get to do that very often. And then the rock with you, like there was some martial arts stuff going on. It's like, you go like, again, I don't mm-hmm. see that all that often. So it's mm. fun. She feels a little bit like, you know, what we were saying before about her being, um, like, the boss, the queen, that, like, like she's achieved this level where she can literally do whatever she feels like, and mm-hmm. it's going to work, and it's going to be good, and um, even if it's not, she's almost untouchable at this point. Like, yeah. even if she had yeah. a big flop, you'd it's still make it, it would still yeah. make money, and it would, and yeah. you'd give her another album. Like, yeah, it's not she can't like short of having some like huge, like awful thing. drug sex, crazy scandal, which I can't imagine her. No, having. it seems unlikely uh, at this point. There's just <laughs> nothing. You can't imagine anything that would topple her at this point. Like there's just nothing that could take her down. So she can try to be experimental if she wants to. She can yeah. do a weird concept or a, but I think she also knows where her personal line is and mm-hmm. what she wants to do and what she's willing to do. And she, I get the sense that she would cross that line either. She would, she's only going to do the things she wants to do and that she's mm. comfortable doing that. She, well, 
it's nice that she has the power to decide that for herself too. Like she has, she probably has boundaries mm. and there's not going to be anyone pushing her about that. Whereas, yeah. you know, trainees that really have no say in things, they, they don't get that type of leeway, but mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, she has well earned it. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure she didn't pop out that way. You know what I mean? Like when she oh, was yeah. 11 and having a debut, I'm sure that like manufactured as, I'll get out and you know she had very little say in that mm-hmm. but the fact that she's built this career and she's built it in a solid way is really impressive I mean it's impressive for any woman to do like mm-hmm. you know when you see somebody like Beyonce or somebody who has built themselves a career and an empire and a whole thing and you don't always see women who get to do that yeah. with their careers, who get to direct their careers and have control and it's nice I like mm. it. more of that entertainment yeah. industry well more that's what i'm that. saying i mean it's like that that's really great that she gets to do that now you get the vibe that she would like that for everybody too i mean not necessarily the authority but the way she does like listening to the idols and helping them with their problems mm-hmm. and stuff you get the vibe that she wants everybody to be in a good mental space, wants everybody to, even though they're going to be trying their hardest and probably have limitations on what they get to choose, she still hopes that they keep at it, work hard, like she, like, I don't know. It Mm -hmm. seems like she wishes the best for everybody, even though some are going to make the cut, some aren't. She still is very positive with how she tries to help them get further. Mm -hmm. And I think her song, Woman, kind of, like, signifies that because she didn't just write it for herself to be like, I'm empowering myself as a female. She's Mm -hmm. like wrote it to empower everyone, you know? Mm -hmm. Anything else with Boa that we want to discuss? Oh, also she's super pretty. I'm just, Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) But like effortlessly, like she doesn't have to do a single thing. No, no. She's just gorgeous all the time. See, I I personally believe that if you're beautiful on the inside, you have to do less work to be beautiful on the outside. (laughs) I I have to say, it is absolutely true. Have you ever met that girl that, like, you think she's super gorgeous and she's super well put together and stuff, and then the more you get to know her, the uglier she gets? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was the other way. Kind of maybe comes across as kind of a pretty, maybe a little plain girl or something. And the more she talks, the more you see of her the prettier she gets because she's clearly pretty on the inside. That's the way she comes across anyway. She also likes to drink and she totally owns up to that. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Very. See, she totally would hang out with us. Oh yeah, totally. She'd be our BFF for sure. (laughs) So in other uh, K-pop news, is there anything that everyone's looking forward to in the coming months? Hmm. And by months, I, I just need February. <laughs> yeah, it's like, are we talking about the whole year here? My goodness. <laughs> I just meant February. Well, going on my Dreamcatcher binge, Dreamcatcher is coming out with a comeback soon. They haven't released the date. It was supposed to be last month, but it got pushed to this month. So hopefully they've been teasing things. So maybe mm. we'll get something. Because they're going on tour, too. So I think there's, they're trying to kind of kick off that, release that music video, and then 
do the tour. Well, Taman has an album coming out on the 11th, and I'm, I'm excited for the sexy good time. That <laughs> is always every time he puts out anything. And then uh, on the 18th, my little men, Monster X, have a new album coming out as well. <laughs> I'm being, I'm being well fed this this month. <laughs> and Brown Eyed Girls have a, a comeback. Yes, like they're having a comeback. They haven't had a song since like I've been in K-pop. Like it's, it's four years since their last comeback. So I think I so. didn't know they were Seems still like a group. Yeah, they they're like the longest running girl group ever. Yeah, I didn't know they were still a group either. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think I, there might have right. been something a little bit like maybe a couple of years ago. I just don't remember. I'd have I to look it up. They rose to popularity in 2008. So abracadabra, almost as well. I mean, it says rose to popularity. It doesn't say they debuted there. No, so they they. If that had been their debut, you'd think that you would have had them have a comeback last year for their like 10 year anniversary or whatever. But yeah, so. 2006, it looks like. Also, um, JYP's new girl group is Ooh. debuting this month, right? Etsy? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, Infinite, Infinite's having a comeback. Did not see that one coming. What? <laughs> so, that's been a little while. For <laughs> so it'll be Infinite minus Hoya? I guess so. Is that the way that works? Yeah. I was way late to the. Hoya memo like a couple weeks ago. And then uh, tomorrow, as of the recording date, Vix has something. Not tomorrow, the day after, on the first, on Friday. Friday. Yeah. And something, something coming up. I'm looking forward to that because they always do some crazy concept. Always. Did they pull it off? Like they're also in the like gotta uh, go to military soon, so they're probably like. The thing about Vix is, I don't like love most of their music. Like, I like, I like, I like it fine. Like, they're just not on my top. But their concepts, oh, their oh concepts. they get me every mm-hmm. time. I would watch the videos for hours, but I don't like their. I don't want to pay money for their music. Yeah, like, like it's I like well enough. Like, yeah. I will put yeah. If they come, I'm going. Like, I would go <laughs> yeah. to the concert because that will be a gorgeous concert. I yeah. feel like they put on one hell of a show. For sure. Like, we would all come out converts to some strange cultist religion that we didn't know existed. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of military service, too, um, Loco is Loco. enlisting this month, and he has an album that is being released on the day that he enlists, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm, to keep us, is, you keep know, fed while he's gone. Exactly. It's, like, nice and bad. And I've got, one of my mutuals is, like, a super loco stan and she's freaking out i'm super excited for that day and like hate that day yeah (laughs) but like he'll he'll come back with a nice buff uh military very true two years and we can all enjoy that i can't can't even imagine imagine him with like muscles (laughs) (laughs) he always seems like just such a soft little like cutie but then in that like the the videos and stuff, the song he did with uh Hwasa, and like when he's just like sitting at the bar drinking and staring at her, you're like, That's not cute. That's <laughs> that, there's something else going on there. Like that is a, that's a whole like, thing. You got a little you got a yeah. little bit of game, oh, sir. 
Like, like not, not, not my type of game, but <laughs> something there. Uh, speaking of Fwasa, she's coming out with the yes. solo stuff yes, this month, which I'm super excited about because I love her voice. And Winter yeah. apparently is too. Oh. And this month. All right. And Henry. And Henry, yeah. Oh, Henry. And that could go either way. That could go either way. I know. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, <laughs> well, I love Henry, and sometimes I don't. Like, his music, I either love it, or I... Or it completely... Like, what happens with me is I either love it, or it, like, goes through my head, and then I don't remember it again. Like, it's just completely forgettable. <laughs> yeah. Forgettable. It's not sort of in-between stuff for me. Like, um... That was probably listening to the Boa stuff. That was probably the only collab that I heard that didn't do it for me was the one with Henry. <laughs> oh, sorry, baby. Like I, I try to love him because like Canadian, so you know. Yeah. You gotta, gotta, gotta rip. <laughs> so, but and I, do, I adore Henry. I think he's fun. I do. I think no. he's a delight. And he's a great singer. Like that, he's had some really great songs. But I don't know. I'll look forward to hearing it. Will I love it? Is this his first song since leaving SM? Yes, I think so. Huh. I wonder if that will affect things. It would be interesting to see what what his style is, like if it, you know, change. If it's... A couple of groups that I'm interested in seeing what they'll put out. Uh, SF9. I've mm. liked some of their stuff in the past. And then I call them on off. It's O N F. O N F, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and their title songs, they, they've been pretty cute in the past too. So hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they bring. And did, did the um like BTS? Did the big hit group? Did they actually release a song or just they? I think they just started talking about them, like, hey, hmm. they exist. They're coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it might be months from now, but. Okay, but I want to hear the music. Right? Yeah. Like, what type you know, of music I, are you going to be? Yeah, like, I don't know. Right. Like, like, there are some good-looking young men, sure. But, like, what do they sound like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I really got into Top Dog right as, like, some of them were joining the military and some of them were, like, mm. like doing all this stuff. And basically, they went from, like, 13 members to, like, five. Yeah. And, and then they decided, you know, we're not really top dog anymore, so we're going to become Zen OT. And I was following them on social media and stuff, and they were posting videos and pictures and all kinds of stuff. But I'm like, but music, boys. Like, I, I'd like to hear some music. And they released, like, a Japanese ballad. But I top dog was very dance-heavy and rap-heavy, and I really enjoyed that. So I'm like... So that's, like, a totally different thing. <laughs> like... And I never learned all of their names because by the time I was at that stage of like, maybe I should learn their names, half of them were gone already. So I was like, oh, forget it. <laughs> so I don't even know if like what I liked about the group is still in the group. So <laughs> 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 the music for crying out loud, please. You're <laughs> so of you guys hanging out is great, but like sing something. Well, this has been another fantastic fun episode of the certified Nunas. You can find us wherever you're listening to us, but we're also on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, YouTube. We have an Instagram that I'm supposed to update and sometimes remember to do. 
And we're all here <laughs> at Certified Nunas. We love hearing from you. Uh, and we we really want more people to come to our movie watching nights. So hey. all the info for that is always on Twitter. So our Twitter is a good time. We love gifts. We love we love you. <laughs> we'll send you a gift. <laughs> we'll send you a gift. That's right. I hear it's pretty cold in most places uh, across the English-speaking world at the moment. So everyone stay safe, stay warm, and have a fantastic night. Bye. Bye. Bye.